Welcome to Pin the Q Productions. If you are interested in the culture of the fire service and keeping tradition alive, you have come to the right place. Now sit back and relax with your brothers and sisters and enjoy the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. For more information on Pin the Q Productions, visit www.pintheq.com. Thank you. Welcome back, and we are now with the Squad 4 Captain. He's known as the Squad 4 Captain, but where else are you known as the Squad 4 Captain? On Instagram, social media, at Squad 4 Captain. Check me out. Like for like, maybe. Hey, we'll see who you are. Yeah. You're going to like him as soon as you see the page. But, all kidding aside, Cap, tell everybody who you are. I'm Captain Clocko, like you just said. The Captain of Squad Company, former Jersey Fire Department. That's me. So, got a chance to see the house. Got to meet, uh, got to rescue one and your, your crew at Squad 4 here. Right. Uh, saw you train this morning, which was cool. Got an opportunity to check that out. What is it about the Squad Company that's so special for you? Well, I originally started with rescue as a fire fan okay. for uh, 10 years. And then when I got promoted, I came back as a Squad 4 captain. So. But the, the Squad, uh, we respond as an engine company first to our first responding, uh, first due area and first alarm company, you know, boxes. After that, every confirmed working fire, we go as the working fire company. And when we respond, we go to the command post, and we could be an engine company, a truck company, or a rescue company. Basically, whatever the chief needs at that moment. So you're pretty multifaceted. You can do a lot of stuff. Yeah, we're lucky that we have, we ride with four guys in an officer, so okay. we can split up the team. We can go send the guys to the roof at a working fire, and then we can also go inside with the line if they need. Does it take a little bit of time to get onto squad? Yeah, usually, uh, you know, you just can't come on a job and go to the squad because the squad guys are actually trained with the rescue guys. So you want guys who you can depend upon and who can actually, not freelance, but you can give them a little bit that they can work on their own. Yeah. Like if we send two guys to the roof, you want to have confidence in them that the job is going to get done and they're going to be safe with each other. Now, being in a squad, training with Rescue One all the time, I mean, that's certainly a benefit to anybody that's on a squad and, and vice versa. The guys from Rescue learn from you guys, you guys learn from them. Well, absolutely. Like I say, it's uh, the family here. I always say the fire family. Right. You know, we're with each other all the time and we train a lot together, you know, for the squad and rescue. And a lot of rescue calls, if it's a real rescue call, you're going to need more than just the rescue guys to go on it. So you're absolutely. going to need the squad guys. So it's good that they're always training. Training like today, we did extrication. Yeah. They'll do uh, with the ropes, just, just sitting in the firehouse. They'll grow the stuff. Um, just recently, they did trench training. So it's, it's a lot of multifaceted things, and you, you really need each other to work on it because it's a lot of stuff you're like, wow, where is everybody? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it gets sucked up. So many things are doing. Now, what year did you get on the job, Captain? Uh, 1988. Wow, okay, so 88. A lot's changed in Jersey City. Yes. From 88 to 2000. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just take a look. Downtown Jersey City. I, I grew up downtown, and if you left and came back, in say 15 years you would not believe that you went downtown Jersey City. The whole landscape changed. Yes, I mean a lot of the warehouses along the waterfront are gone. It's all been re rebuilt with um, high-rises. Um, I don't know if we're, we might have more high-rises than uh, Newark, Newark right now. So I think we have the most high-rises in the state of New Jersey. And it's just, 
the ongoing training, because you need a tremendous amount of manpower, if God forbid, we do have a fire in any one of these high-rises. So, yeah, and then with all the people who could commute, not only through Jersey City to go to New York, but actually coming from New York now into Jersey City, it's just so many people that it's just scary. Yeah. You know, it really is. And that, is that something that, you know, as a captain now, you're telling your, your guys and, and girls, like, hey, just so you know, this Jersey City's landscape has changed a lot, and now we're, our approach is this versus that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, still where we are here in this area, Bergen, Lafayette, Greenville, is still, you still have the, a lot of fam, um, family houses, one and two story tax. But as you go further to downtown, out in the Journal Square area, they get all the high rises. So it's a whole different way of fighting fires. Yeah. And what's the fire load in this in this uh, battalion? In this battalion, we do have a lot of wood frame buildings, a lot of um, you know family, you know one or two family buildings, and a lot of attached housing. So if you do get a fire in one of these buildings and it has a common cockloft, you really got to get ahead of it, right? You because know, it will spread fast. One of the things I like to ask senior guys in, in uh, you know officer officers is now speaking to uh, firefighter Torres before a uh, Tory rather, and he was telling me that. You know, it's a younger job in Jersey City now. It's a much younger job than when he came on. Yeah, yeah. Same for you, right? When you came on in '88, were a lot of senior guys. Yeah, when I came on, it was like I don't want to say that's when men were men still. You know, it yeah. was just like it's it was funny. Older. Chief Gorman said the same thing you just said. Yeah. Like Iron Men days. Oh, absolutely. I mean, well, when I first came on, the guys still didn't wear their scouts. But if they had them on their back, they didn't put the masks on. Right. You know, so when we came through in '88, they were like, guys, these older guys. Don't follow them. They're experienced. They're training. They, they, they're not beyond it. Just, but now you got to stop putting your scouts on, yeah. putting your mask on every fire. And when we first started going fires, when I first came out, they were like, look at me, like, hey kid, what are you doing? You know, I'm like, no, they told me to put my mask on. I'm supposed to do this. And like, ah, come on. Yeah. But now it's like there is the fire load is kind of is, is not down as much. But when, in the 80s, 70s, and 80s, right. it was a bigger fire load. And now it's it's not as not as high because obviously a lot of the older buildings are gone. They've been replaced with you know new construction. Right. But even the new construction now is light, lighter frame, so we have to watch for that. And all you know now the fire prevention is so big now, and yeah, you know, fire alarm systems and sprinkler systems and all that stuff that adds. Right. To, uh, it's not gonna, it's not putting us out of business, but yeah, it's, right. the fire prevention in Jersey City is tremendous. Like you said, in all these new buildings with the sprinklers, the alarms. But now a lot of the calls we have are alarm calls. Right, CO you know, alarms and CO's, right. um, AFA's, American Fire Alarms. We have a lot of those calls throughout the city. So we have to go to them. So, you know. What, what's it like for you? So you're a captain here at Squad 4. I mean, that obviously means enough to you that you have an Instagram page dedicated just to that. I mean, yes. All kidding aside, you do that obviously because you love it and you, you have passion for what you're doing, yes. which is awesome. I mean, I love that. Um, what's it like for you to be a captain at Jersey City Fire Department? Well, you know, I was lucky enough. Uh, you know, when I took the test and I got passed and it was promoted. And I was lucky also enough to come back to this firehouse. Because like I said, I was here as a firefighter right. you know, for 10 years with Captain Petroselli as my officer. Now I'm working next to him. That's so awesome. It, it is awesome to come back here. The grip, the guys are great. And I can really just depend upon them. And you mean Uncle Buddy? Yes, Uncle Buddy, yes, absolutely. Uncle Buddy, like I said, is the fire family. So Uncle Buddy is known here and throughout the state as Uncle Buddy, Vic Petroselli. But we better know as Uncle Buddy. And uh, we love him. I mean, you know, he pushes me back and forth, and I think we make each other better. So, yeah. The one thing I loved about being in that kitchen, you know, uh, just hearing everybody talk and, you know, how close you guys are and how important it is to everyone to be here, especially at that kitchen table. And another question I ask everybody is, what, what does the kitchen table mean to you? It's kind of like you sit around and you just give each other what your thoughts are. There's no 
if you say something, it's nothing to get held against you. Right. You know what I mean? So a lot of times we come back from a fire, and the guys are just giving it, like, what we saw, what we didn't do, or what somebody else did. So nobody's getting blamed for anything. Nobody's getting held accountable or anything. But we're just giving it to each other, and, you know, what we, we learn from it. Right. You know, you might have saw something, because I might have been on the second floor, and the rescue was on the first floor doing the search. So we, we saw different things. Right, right. So when you come back and you start talking about it, you go, wait, I didn't see that. But okay, next time we gotta look for that. Yeah, because you're so, you're so engrossed in what you're doing. Maybe like you just said, you didn't catch what. Absolutely. Doing. And you come back, you got you split your team up a lot, so the roof team's gonna come down and tell you what, what happened up on the roof. You know who's up there and what they did, and we're gonna tell them, oh well, we did this search, we went around the back, and we found this room that you know we didn't know it was there. Right. You know, so a lot of times that happens, and we'll come. Sometimes we actually come out of the building and we go back in after everything's you know knocked down right. and it's clear now. You're like, wait a minute, we were doing the search and we went left. And somebody said there was something else beyond it, so you want to go back in and kind of just see what's there for maybe next time. That debrief, that debrief, you know, is so important. It is, and we doing it back at the firehouse in the kitchen. It's not, it's not as uh, strict or you know, comes to you just relax and just give it to each other. You're learning. It's not going. You have the whole battalion, and everybody's looking at what did he say. Right. So it's better, like you're saying, the debriefing. You do it amongst yourselves, and you feel more comfortable with your own family. Absolutely, yes. Reference and family, and that's exactly what. It, what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know. It starts in the morning when you come in. So, yeah. you know, you give it to the group that's going home. And uh, and one of the other things uh, some of my guests will say, and, and I agree, is that at that kitchen table, you can also talk about what's going on with you personally. Like, you're having a tough time at home, or, you know, you, you have to run. You might be building a shed in your yard. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you want advice on how to build a shed. I mean, oh, there's yeah. so much to, to be learned at that kitchen table, right? Oh, absolutely. Like I said, we know we're here 24 hours. Sometimes you think about it with decision something, you see these guys sometimes more than your family. Right. So you know what's going on with them. You know about their marriage, if they're their wife or their kids. You know when they're going to school or who's graduating and hey, how's the softball team doing? Or how's the baseball team, the football team? So you know, we're really involved in each other's lives. You know, whether you like it or not, because you know, it's a family. Right. You know, but this family, we look forward to coming here in the morning. You know, like I tell people, um, like I tell my kids, you know, if you can get a job, that you like and be able to support yourself, right. it's just a home run because yeah. I love it. I come every day, I look forward to coming here every day. And I know there's people who go to work every day and only do it because they need to, to get the money to, to afford to have to live. But they're not happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're actually lucky people, that we do something we love each day. People sometimes tell me that, you know, getting on the job, whether it be Jersey City or anywhere else, they say it's almost like getting a lottery. Well what do you say to that? Like it could be. I mean, if that's your dream job, right? You know, some people it's their dream job from their little kid. Right. You know, I grew up down the street from the firehouse in New Okay. and uh, the fire trucks were always going down my block, and I played basketball and baseball behind the firehouse. So I'm not saying it was a destiny or something like that, but I always saw the fire trucks. So you know, I was like, hey, that would be something pretty good to do. Yeah. You know, so I got, I guess I got my dream. You know? Yeah. Well, you did, and uh, and and Cap, I'll tell you. I appreciate very much have, you know come, have, coming on the show and I having me at your house, um, getting to know you guys for the day was awesome and you know being part of your training, the ride along, everything. I, it's very special to me being part of Jersey City's family. Oh, thank um, you very much. You guys have always welcomed uh, my, both myself and Chris in, in here at Open Arms and every house we've been to in the city. And uh, this this one was cool because rescue's pretty near and dear to me. And being on the squad, it's it's good stuff. Man. It is. It's, it's it's a nice house to be in. Yeah. Like I said. We all get along, you know, like I said, it's a family, so. But every firehouse 
we're dysfunctional the same way. That's why I tell dysfunctional. people. Dysfunctional, yes. But, like you're saying, because we know everything about each other. Or, or pretty much, you know, about each other. So we know what's going on. So, what? Before I let you off the hook, what advice would you give someone out there tonight looking to become a firefighter? Not just Jersey City, but, I mean, obviously they want to be in Jersey City, the best place. But anywhere, what, what advice would you give somebody looking at? Well, if you, if you have to take a test, obviously you have to take the first steps to, you know, for that. There are online companies and they can help you out with the testing. Well, like I say, once you do get on a job, it's all about listening and learning. You know, don't come in and uh, open your mouth and start like you know everything. Even if you know what they're talking about, you listen, you take it all in, and you say thank you. I mean, that's one of the biggest things is you can ask questions. Guys love it when you ask questions. You come in and say, hey, how does this pumper work? They're more than happy to show you. You know what I mean? Come in the house and get to know the guys. Find the senior guy if you're coming on the job. You know what? And find out from him of what should, everybody should be doing, even in the house. Learn how to make coffee if you don't know how to make coffee, because coffee is a very big thing. For, oh, yeah. it's, for me, it's very important. I like. You know what I mean? I like. I specifically like this house because it's on all day long. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I like that. That's, yes, that's pretty good. I would yeah, so coffee is very important. <laughs> yes. So like I said, learn how to do that, and also, hey, clean. Learn how to clean, clean plates. If you can't cook. Help out. That's all it is. One, one Just don't sit there on your hands. One of the brothers in there was washing dishes. And they're like, really washing dishes? Yeah, we have probably, Sean Magnin is probably like an Olympic um, dishwasher. You know what I mean? I don't know if anybody, you saw it. I saw it. The suds. I don't know how he gets it. If there's a mixture between the water, the soap, and the air. But he should be on the Olympic team. Yeah, he, he got my vote. Yeah, he was impressive. Yes, absolutely. Thanks again. I appreciate very much. Oh, wow. Well, anytime, then you're staying for dinner, so yeah. you can help with the dishes. No, I'm only kidding. We'll definitely help with the dishes. I, we always offer that when tell us to get out of here. No, you're happy to stay. We're, we're glad you came, and you know, we had it. Nice. Now you're part of the fire family for us. So. And listen, it's special for us to be part of this family. And I'll, this is another one of those experiences we won't forget. So here we are again, Squad 4, Rescue 1, Jersey City.